The views and opinions expressed on Deeply Upsetting are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, associated brands, properties, or businesses. Listener discretion is advised. Please keep your hands inside the ride at all times. Fuck, Mary kill. Christmas edition. We're going to cover some bases here. So Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Krampus. Mm-hmm. Or our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Wow. And just to make it not creepy, not like newborn baby Jesus in a manger. Okay, not birthday Jesus. Not birthday Jesus. That's too problematic. I Let's not go there. We're talking like... Death Jesus? Surfer's bod. Oh, like okay, 32-year-old. Yeah. Uh, already walked the desert in really good shape, about to be hung in a bad way. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Okay. Tough call. I mean, you've got some really solid options here. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm probably going to have to kill Jesus for our sins. Wow. Well, that's true. I there have is, to. There is a consolation prize. Exactly. For murdering yeah. Jesus. He's got to go. And honestly, if he married me or fucked me, he wouldn't want to die for our sins. He'd want to stay here with me. <laughs> what you're saying is that all of humanity's... Yeah. Uh, opportunities to go to heaven Uh are reliant on you not fucking jesus i can't help this pussy (laughs) (laughs) and neither could he so there you go mary magdalene got shit on me you got a a hap a heathen ass pussy (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) jesus turned water into wet ass pussy oh no Okay, well, Starting just cementing us episode. in hell. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, we are bound bound to go there anyway, sure. so it's fine. Okay, so I think I'm going to... So my first instinct is to marry Santa, right? Yeah. But here's the problem. A, I hate the cold. So then I'm just, what, at the North Pole forever? B, he's there all the time. I get one night off an entire year to, like, what, have a girls' night or... You know, be alone. I feel like Santa would just be like up my asshole all the time. Like it's bad enough. Like if you have a partner that works from home, like telecommutes or something, that's one thing. But to have a partner that works one day a year, so isn't even busy with work on all the 364 days out of the year. Exactly. And it's just puttering around, like just looking over elves' shoulders, being like, that looks pretty good. Just. So cool, 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 cool. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Think He's I'll just, just have another eggnog. Right. Just... So drinking problem, husband. And also bored eater, clearly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the problem with Santa is that he has nothing to do. Exactly. Yeah. But the problem is that also, do I want to fuck Santa? That's a really, that's, I feel like a dangerous territory to get into. Um, so the is, things that Santa's going to say, like, I'm going to spill my jelly. Like, oh, it's, no, I no. hate that. Yeah. See, that's the problem. But also, you've if been I, a naughty girl. Oh, Just... God. Yeah, I don't like that at all. But OK, the other thing is, if I marry Krampus, like, what's my role? Do I at least get to think of, like, the torture for the bad children? <laughs> Do I get to think like, of like come up with new yeah. and innovative ways of torturing children? Yeah. Is that where I come into play? I mean, it really depends. I don't really know Krampus personally, so I don't mm-hmm. know if Krampus is one that tries to like leave work at work and right. home at home and tries right. to separate the two. Mm-hmm. Or if it's something that would be collaborative where you are kind of engaged in, well, babe, what have you thought about? I don't know, maybe using like water torture. I know that was really right, big in exactly. Asia. and. Be like, you know what? I never really thought about that yet. Expanding. Why not expand? I don't have to keep it just to like Germanic style torture. Right. But also I feel like I should choose Krampus for my my fuck choice because you know that he's like a hard dom and would be like amazing at it. Okay. So I need to switch up my whole thing. Okay. So I'm going to fuck Krampus. Okay. I'm going to... You know what? I'm going to marry Jesus. You're going to marry Jesus. Well, he's out of my hair at 33. That's like not too long. <laughs> um, and so okay. then I'll kill Santa. <laughs> okay. You're going to. Wow. So there's no good choices here because you're now condemning <laughs> everyone to eternal hell for Jesus not dying for their no, sins. No, I just. We're, we'll be married. It'll be like a sexless marriage. He'll still like want to go. You're going to be 33 Jesus's beard. <laughs> Definitely Jesus's beard. <laughs> okay. He's got the abs under control. I'll be his beard. <laughs> All the people in the village are like, it's weird. Jesus is like, he's an old man. He's 24. Right. <laughs> he's old and he still hasn't bedded a woman, hasn't gotten married. 
he, he should have been married 10 years ago exactly, at this point. exactly. and they're, they're kind of weirded out by it so he's just like yo amy yeah can i tell you a quick secret <laughs> yeah I, you need to really nail this down for me exactly but okay so plus i'd always be in wine so that's good i don't think that's a bad call if you are making sure that jesus still di- still dies <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 See, I just, I was coming at it for the right reasons the whole time, but I just had to change my tune. So I'll just be like Jesus' supportive friend Although until he dies. murdering Santa, that means that there are going to be children all over the world that don't get Christmas presents. Yeah, but then I can just explain to them, like, if you wanted these presents, I would have to have sex with Santa and then show them a picture and tell them about the bowl full of jelly tagline and whatnot. And I feel like they would understand. I think maybe if you, I, I don't think you even have to go to that route and like expose children to being like, uh, Santa's a fucko. And so I don't want to fuck him. Sorry about your toys. Not trying to like kink shame anyone that wants to fuck Santa. I get it. No, I, I think it. you should just America it up and be like, Santa was a commie. Oh, um, yeah. He, he was into socialism and shit and mm-hmm. just spreading the wealth. And no, right. this is, this is America. God damn it. Yep. And in America, you earn your keep. <laughs> if you exactly. want to, you, you want a present, you want that. That toy truck. Do kids play with toy trucks anymore? I don't think. I don't know. If you want that new Fortnite skin. There we go. Then uh, then you oh. need to do some chores around the house. Listen, I know that skin is like a popular thing, but I think because I don't play video games and hear it enough, I truly always think that it's like a skin suit that you are then <laughs> jumping into that says Fortnite on it or no, something. No, that's like what a you're going to have of Santa after you murder suit. him is oh, wow. a Santa skin suit. Hot. Yeah. Love that. Do I get to keep the beard as well? Yeah, it's attached to the to the skin underneath the beard. Well, yeah, of course that makes sense. Yeah, great. So. See, and then I could put it on and I could role play Santa. Weird, oh, and then creepy, when I had sex with Krampus, we would have such a weird time. <laughs> Krampus would be like, it's weird because like normally I deal with like problematic children, mm-hmm. and here I am with the like the jolly head elf guy, Santa, that's yep. like in charge of like making sure that kids are happy. And he's like, I don't know if I want to like get pissed and roll out of here or come really hard. Well, like, I think once he realized that I was wearing Santa's skin, he would be like super into it. Yeah. 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 Krampus is a little kinky weirdo. I know it. I mean, he's ho- literally horny. Oh, true. So, Very yeah. true. Exactly. Yeah. All right. What would you do? I, ooh, that's difficult. Oh, really? Is it? Yeah. You think it so? really is. I, oh, think. I know. See, I'm, I'm not really big on negative reinforcement so krampus might have to go okay as much it. as he could probably dick down well definitely you know or i'm sorry for gendering i don't know what the sex of krampus so true. so Very she true. or they might be real good at slamming it down love that yeah so that that's unfortunate i'm missing out on that mm-hmm. so kill krampus now i've got to either marry or fuck jesus yeah you do and santa and so, Santa. Have fun with these options that you've created. This a personal hell that you have landscaped for us. I feel like being a kept man has always been a dream of mine where I don't have to do anything. Yeah, and you my, do talk about that quite a lot. Quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. Mostly in a like a disappointed you're not doing that for me kind of way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm crying just, and like scrubbing the floors. Sorry, I can't give you what you want. And I'm just like, yeah, it sucks for me too. Yeah. yeah. It's really terrible for both of us, honestly. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> So I, I want to not have that relationship, mm-hmm. and therefore Santa might be the move. That's a, probably a good move for you, yeah. The, the number of kids that are getting PS5s this Christmas, right. like, I'd be like, Santa, little Bobby was okay good. Like, mm-hmm. he wasn't great good. Mm-hmm. He, he was still kind of a dick. Like, one of his goldfish died. That's got to oh, count for something. Yeah. Just one less PS5. Send it on my way. Wow. Okay. So and you're really going to play the, like, I've been a good little boy all year <laughs> kind of game? Absolutely. I'll be like, no, no I will be a little, uh, a good little uh, spouse to you, Santa, <laughs> if you make sure that I'm kept in the way that I've become accustomed <laughs> and just live it up. I got elf servants. You'd I've be got like Richie Rich. I'd be Richie <laughs> Rich. So much shit. So hard. I yep. would, except instead of jumping into a pile of coins, coins don't matter. Money has no need, has no worth in the North Pole. So I'd just be diving into like big old piles of Reese's peanut butter cups. Nice. Uh, shaped as the Christmas trees, you know. Right. You, specifically those. Of course, yeah. Holiday themed. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So I'd be. Like red cream Oreos. It would be for a marriage, I think. It being a sexless marriage wouldn't really bother me too much because of just how Would it well be a kept... sexless marriage? You've I mean, made maybe that not. choice apparently. Santa looks like he's probably like a really pervy dude. 
He really does. And he does not look good at sex. I'm sorry to judge, but like you can tell with some people. Yeah. And I don't I don't think that Santa would like dick you down properly. I really don't. He looks like he'd have one of those like not judgy kinks where you're like, this is problematic, but like just a weird one that you're like, it's not. It's not so much of an issue that I'm like, I want to call the police. No, Santa's like a sniff your underwear guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 100%. Like where you're just like, I get, I, if that's what yeah. you're into, that's cool, I guess. But not also, really... he can buy your affections. That's so true. he doesn't have to be good at sex. Yeah. Yeah. But you're going to go ahead and um, fuck Jesus? I'm going to fuck Jesus. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I'm going to be like, uh, make sure when you're passing word along to your disciples about uh, gay sex, just mm-hmm. remember this part here, bud. <laughs> just, uh, just a reminder. Uh, Jot this down on your heart. <laughs> that that's totally good. <laughs> that's good on your your bit. Be like, and you know, fish and bread. It's really cool. People got the fish and the bread. All that stuff that I talked about. It's really great. Also, dudes doing dudes, rad. It's totally fine. It's fine. Girls and girls, uh, they and them pronouns. Awesome. awesome everybody cool um also if you ever meet somebody called donald trump fuck that guy and then <laughs> no don't fuck that guy. i mean don't fuck that guy <laughs> don't let's let's be no no uncertain terms there and <laughs> don't uh, fuck a trump just stop the bloodline right? <laughs> honestly stop it so ahead of time and uh the end that's great and so basically you're saying that you could have like saved humanity with your penis i could have saved modern uh the idea of modern morality by fucking Jesus. Good for you. Yeah. That's awesome. So I'm, do- I'm doing it for the world. Me too. That's why I married Jesus in a friendly way. <laughs> in a beardy way. In a beardy way. All right. <laughs> Overall, this has been very festive, but mostly just deeply upsetting. Welcome back to Deeply Upsetting. I am your hostess with the mostest bad opinions, Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit, also with an equal, if not worse, amount of bad opinions. Oh, don't put that on yourself. Not worse. We're both absolutely terrible. Questionable. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Live in that little purgatory. Exactly. But you know what? We have um, given ourselves the power because this is America to use our expertise to answer all of your questions. <laughs> you get to hear just the absolute terrible nonsense that comes out of our faces um, as often as we put the show out, which <laughs> has been a little bit less frequent lately. But you know what? We're working on it. It's a work in progress. So thank you for your patience. We got stuff to do like fucking Jesus or, yep. or, or being a beard for Jesus. So Mike has been a kept man this whole time. It really um, has been nice. So he hasn't needed to you know, do the podcast. I've just been begging and begging. But here we are today. So luckily I was able to take him away from his PS6. He was lucky enough to get it early <laughs> right. because he's been such a good little boy. Well, Santa's um, busy this time of year yeah. doing some stuff. This is like the one time of year that he's like, oh, I got to pay attention to shit. So it's like, okay, well, I'll go on vacation. Yeah, to and do this podcast. To do this podcast. Amazing. So we're going to be here answering your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries. And if we can ever get Mike to come back and do another episode, we're going to need your questions. <laughs> Absolutely. To tear him away from his kept lifestyle. Um, You can submit them in a bunch of different ways. The best way is probably on Facebook or Twitter. We post asking for your questions all the time, but you can just drop them off um, and not have to worry about our prompts ever again. It's deeply upsetting on Facebook and Twitter. You can send us an email at geeksundertheinfluence at gmail.com. Just put deeply upsetting in the subject line so we can find you. Or you can give us a call, leave us a voicemail, send us a festive text if you will a festive sexy text a festive sexy text susan susan come on show the show the holiday titties girl (laughs) at the gui network hotline it's 804-505-4484 which is 804-505-4gui you ready to get into it i am more than ready to get into it i am full of the christmas spirit oh and I am ready to expel, expound that upon the world. Okay, well, bad news. The only non-Christmas question is the first one I'm going to ask. Well, god damn it. <laughs> so it gives you time to like warm up into your spirit yeah. and then get into the final Christmas questions. All right. So here's the first question. It's from friend of all shows, friend of the network, 
and overall absolutely incredible person, uh, Will McCobb, our favorite local magician, beekeeper, farmer, (laughs) farmer, uh, photographer, model, model, and also heavily involved, especially uh, with the modeling, has been known Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. model a little bit for Hellkit and RVA. Yes. His lovely wife uh, runs, which is a amazing little shop full of all sorts of uh, clothing, accessories, Mm -hmm. and uh, I mean, just give it a look. It's all the fun, creepy, occult, and weird that you could possibly uh, imagine. That's uh, hellkittenrva.com. Yep, perfect for all your holiday gifts. Also, there's a link to that in our link page on gypodcast.com. If you you don't feel like remembering anything, just go to our links on the website. I don't blame you. I would try and block this out of my memory, too. But don't forget about that. If you keep one thing from this whole thing, (laughs) buy something from Hellkitten. Um, And speaking of holiday gifts, Will has holiday gifted us this question. Okay, so a bird once known as the Australian white ibis, I'm going for. Ibis, I think. Ibis, yep, there we go. Uh, Now referred to as the bin chicken, has evolved to live live in urban environments and feast on trash. Its beak has changed shape to more effectively go dumpster diving. What if dinosaurs hadn't died out and just evolved with humans and now dwelled alongside us? What horrifying or gross adaptations would this have created? That is an interesting question. It, it is, is. I believe close to a question that we had on a very early episode of the show that we were talking about there being an evolution of dinosaurs, or I think that's where it came to. But oh, there's, yes. uh-huh. there's a slightly different angle to this one that I am interested in. And I think it al- aligns with the uh, alongside People. Right. Yes. The the idea of that for for the sake of this question, they're talking not necessarily about whether or not humans would survive if dinosaurs still survived. You know that. Right. We're we're saying that humans definitely became the dominant species still, mm-hmm. and with a human world, how would the dinosaurs evolve? Right. That that's the that's the spirit of this question. Exactly. Okay. So the first thought is that like many other animals in in the world that have a evolved since man has taken over mm-hmm. uh the pure size of dinosaurs may change definitely you've got you know these giant animals that are running around at least especially the uh predatorial dinosaurs mm-hmm. i think would either be hunted to extinction or adapted into becoming service animals of some type yeah absolutely which is the same direction that dogs and the like and horses and 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 cows and such um turned in in the the unnatural evolution of their species, so mm-hmm. um, I think you'd have some dinosaurs that would be ridden like uh, like horses. Oh, definitely. You, uh, which would be so fun, so much fun. I want to ride a dinosaur. I really do. So imagine just like a uh, one of the like long. I know brontosaurus isn't actually a thing anymore. That's done. What? Yeah, I think it's brontosaurus that. It's actually two different dinosaurs that the skeletons got like combined together on an accident. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. I swear, I learn something new on this podcast every time. <laughs> so I think we should put ourselves under the educational category. What say you? We're learning some people good. <laughs> yeah. That Santa likes to sniff underwear. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we all knew that in our heart, though. And just like we know that Krampus can sling that dick well. Absolutely. That is, those are two absolute truths in this world. <laughs> exactly. Those feel so right to me that I truly have no qualms like I, I don't even have to think about them for another second they just exist so this christmas holiday instead of cookies on that plate just a used pair of panties <laughs> santa's gonna be thrilled so thrilled you're getting an extra playstation <laughs> for sure you're like i didn't even ask for a playstation i don't have a tv and it, and then you'll look over and there'll be a tv next to the tree exactly also so i'm trying it out this year yeah i think you should i think i will <laughs> All right, so dinosaurs. Yeah, dinosaurs. Uh huh. <laughs> I also think you're going to get like T Rexes that are much smaller in size mm-hmm. that are going to be used as uh, like dogs are used. Maybe even some are used to ride as well because how cool would it be to be on this like maybe like six foot tall T Rex? True. Just tromping around with a little saddle. True. But I think what we really need to get into is Will asked us what horrifying and gross adaptations <laughs> this would have sure. created. I need something a lot more horrifying than we just ride them around. I think you're going to get some dinosaurs that develop uh, different types of, uh, say, beaks. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And not so much beaks as we know them to be for birds, because, you know, there is that theory that dinosaurs come from birds. Right. I think it's more like duckbill platypus style beak, mm. mainly so that they can, because they're larger, open up the trash cans with the flap lids, you right. know, the lids that close. So that beak, it just opens up its mouth and it can just completely open up the bin and then slide its head in there. Like the bin chicken. Like the bin chicken. Oh, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to have a T-Rex with a duckbill mouth. Oh, I love that. You're also, you know, the bigger the animal, the the more tired it can get mm-hmm. quicker and mm-hmm. requires more calories. Right. And so you're going to have to reduce the size of some of these dinosaurs in order for them to survive mm-hmm. just based on the amount of space that man is taking up. So you're, of course, going to get in like Africa and more of the plain centric areas of the world. You're going to have the bigger dinosaurs that are going to be up right there with the elephants and the rhinos and all right. the other bigger animals. But in the more industrialized areas, you are going to have some triceratopses the size of raccoons that are going around. And because they have to fit into their scavengers, uh, their horns, I think, are going to end up going away because they are going to get caught on fencing. Right. You know, the the shorter horned triceratopses are going to just survive better. Right. So you're going to have these three little stumps on the front of the Triceratops. Mm, I feel like we would domesticate them 100%. 100%. Or they'd be like a teacup pig situation where you'd have like a tiny little Triceratops and people would be like, you know that those are going to grow bigger, right? What are you going to do when you have a full-size Triceratops in your house? And you're like, uh-uh. I feel like that's exactly what would happen. Yep. So yeah, the Triceratops will be the new piggy. And they would have to be able to, we would have to be able to communicate with them. And so probably our best bet if they don't respond to like commands would be like a sign language thing. Like people say to do with your dog, because apparently they respond better to sign language sometimes than like verbal cues. So I feel like that would also be kind of highly adorable to have like us doing dog sign language to dinosaurs and having like these giant creatures (laughs) rolling over and shit. I also think uh, there's flying dinosaurs as well yes that have to be considered and a lot of those dinosaurs you know their claw length is relatively long which is mm-hmm. going to make it hard to stand on ledges of buildings mm-hmm. and such so i feel like there will be some sort of like shorter footed with maybe like a little lip on their mm-hmm. feet so mm-hmm. they can just kind of attach to the sides of buildings a little bit better oh cool yeah yeah Pre- that would be awesome prehensile toes maybe and very off-putting <laughs> Could you imagine just toes that can like curl around stuff and like like a tail? Yeah. Just five little tails on each foot. On the side of a building? On the side of a building. <laughs> fucking terrifying. Be like some weird Lovecraftian monster. Yep. Well, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to grow up amongst the dinosaurs. Imagine you're in Central Park walking your dog and you hear like that screech. Like I thought you were going to do it. I really thought you were going to do Rawr! it. Oh, wow. That's how, okay. That's mm-hmm. a pterodactyls. And then you come down <laughs> and like little talon covered tentacles Whoa. comes down and your little Fido just snapped up into the the weird tentacly clutches of uh, this Lovecraft monster oh, that wow. soars off into the sky. Oh, God. See, here's the problem. So here's what I would dread about this whole situation is that then there would be people who, like, enough people got their dogs snatched, like you said, that would be like, we need to do something about these dinosaurs. And then there would be, like, dinosaur, like, humanitarian-type groups. Oh, no. And then they would be fighting all the time. God, what a nightmare. Also, there would be just, like, little, like, shih tzu-sized dogs, mm-hmm. carcasses on, like, ledges of buildings around True. town. True. Just, like, this rotting corpse of, like, a dog on the 25th floor of a building. Yeah, that's true. That would be happening. (laughs) We would just have to really come to terms with that. And also, could you imagine the shits that they're taking as they're, like, flying over, say, New York City? True. And just, it completely covers your entire windshield. Oh, my God. Or your entire body. Your entire body. Oh, man. We thought getting shut on by a bird was bad. You've got this promising job coming up. You're mm-hmm. excited because it's exactly in the industry you've been trying to get into for years. You've been with your wife, like, really struggling to get by. It's right. been really hard times. And this is your opening. This is a chance to turn everything around. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's going to be a total game changer for you. Life changer. Yeah. And maybe at that point you can move into a bigger place because it's just gotten too small with a newborn. Oh. And you're really hoping that it's going to go your way. Oh, I'm so and just invested. As you're walking into the building or just about to walk into the building. You hear just this like whooshing noise. And then 
like a person at the bottom of the building in Ghostbusters that's covered by the goo from uh, the State Puff Marshmallow Man. You're just doused in dinosaur shit. Oh, my God. That is so tragic. And you don't have any time to return home. That sounds so awful. I'm really upset for them. (laughs) They don't deserve that. They don't. They're doing the best they can under the circumstances. You would truly have to walk around everywhere with like an industrial strength umbrella. Umbrella sales would be through the fucking roof. That's true. That I, You'd have like to come around. Like a giant umbrella. With heavy steel reinforcement exactly. on it. Oh my God. Imagine the commercials for the like shit proof umbrellas. <laughs> it would be incredible. <laughs> it would be like those weird pad commercials where they pour like the blue Kool-Aid all over the pad. Why? Never understood that one. It would be something like that. They would have to like get the correct heft of <laughs> standard dinosaur shit different levels of depending on where you live like small towns you just like your basic poo repellent parasol right the the three p and in the cities where you're gonna get more pterodactyls and like uh you need something a little bit heavier duty yeah and that's where you go into the like the higher end stuff maybe something that has attaches to a belt because it's relatively heavy and you don't want to be carting it around all day so it's just like belt with the little piece in it that the fishing pole goes into yep. but it's for an umbrella nice just you can cart it around yeah raincoats would be very very popular all the time very popular and ponchos would be ponchos. very popular <laughs> <laughs> the sales would be amazing so yeah basically fashion would change fashion a lot. would change due to <laughs> evolve in horrifying ways <laughs> due to mainly dinosaur shit issues Ten- tentacle toed pterodactyls wow that's yep. a tongue twister from yep. hell honestly <laughs> There's a number of ways the dinosaurs are going to change, but I think we're going to ride them, eat them, mm-hmm. or protect ourselves from their shit. I yeah, think it's the main exactly. focus is there. Yeah, I think that's perfect. Okay, cool. <laughs> the next one, uh, we're getting into the holiday spirit now. All right. These next questions. We started with dinosaurs and we're going into Christmas. Never mad about dinosaurs. And it no, is funny no. that we have a question from Murphy and it's not the dinosaur question. I know. So, that's wild. So I'm excited to get into Murphy's question, which is, oh, actually... That's coming up in a little bit. I have a question Ooh, for you. You're really making it just exciting I'm stuff today. I know. Ooh. First, I've got a question for you. I know. I'm excited. Because in your world, you have murdered Santa, right? Yes, I have. Santa has been murdered. R.I.P. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. So now it is your responsibility to uh, help rebrand Christmas. Sure. Santa's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're in charge of picking the new Christmas icon that's going to be replacing Santa. Love so, it. Uh, who or what is the new Christmas gift giving icon and their backstory as well? I have chosen something that or someone that already exists. And I honestly think that people will be thrilled with my choice. Okay. Because I would assume that if someone takes over the Santa role, this does make them immortal, right? Sure. Like now they're Santa forever. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to pick someone who everyone knows and loves. No one wants them to die. And they are like the most generous person in the world. So the new Santa is Dolly Parton. Wow. (laughs) And I love that for all of us. I like that I had a similar approach. I didn't pick Dolly. Really? Although I'm super on board with Dolly being the new Santa. That's She's so generous already. She's given the world so much. And she would do like the teasing Santa kind of thing more. So she'd be more playful with it where she would come down the chimney and there'd be the wide eyed kid Mm -hmm. near the Christmas tree that's excited because, you know, Dolly Santa, Santa Parton. We'll We'll we'll, work on it. Yeah, we'll get there. Is is in the in the house and has gifts and everything. And it's been a really hard year. It's the same family that gets shit on. Right. uh, The dad got shit on from the pterodactyl. Did he find another job? He found another job, but he's like working really long hours. And so he's not home as much. And this little man has to kind of be a little bit more of a man around the house. Help with dinners. uh, Help cleaning just because, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And then there's Dolly Parton. Oh. And she knows all the ups ups and flows of this family and what yeah. they've been through and says well come on and sit on my lap sit on Dolly Parton's lap and he sits down and tells mm-hmm. his story and she's like you're a really brave little kid and I'm, I'm really proud of you it's a shame that all I got for you is this brand new house and your dad has a job exactly. with me working at the factory and exactly. like he can telecommute <laughs> so Aww. he can be with you more and then the kid's just like weeping 
And then Dolly's like really grossed out by crying kids, so she leaves. No, that's she not, wouldn't That's be. not true at all. No, Dolly she is super be. on board. Stop. Yeah. Don't say that about her. <laughs> but also have fun too, because she would definitely make jokes we all know about how we all need to get like bigger chimneys because she needs like her boobs to fit down. Sure. And what a delight. Absolutely. We all get to deal with that every year. We get to jokingly talk about basically Santa's breasts. Yeah, exactly. They're amazing. Yeah, and everybody knows. And I mean, some somewhat in a sexual way, but also in just a non-sexual way. It's just that there's so much joy that those breasts bring to the world. They're just iconic. They are. They're iconic breasts. We could all be so lucky. That's all I really want is for my breasts to be iconic, but I'm not quite there yet. The generosity, that would also be nice, but the iconic breast thing is really, really what important you're for. for me. Yeah. yeah, I'm working on it. Every day is a new journey. Um, but wouldn't that just be so wonderful? With, with, her, with her boobs full of jelly, right? Her boobs would be full of jelly. That's true. And you would hear the click, click, clack of little stilettos on your roof. <laughs> oh, my God. What I'd an absolute dream. Need to will this into existence. I know. I feel like they can actually my version, your version would coexist relatively well, maybe have like different territories or just switch off every other year. Oh, OK. Tell give me themselves a break because Dolly's back has got to hurt after a Christmas. Oh, definitely. And so just having somebody to pick up the slack and be like, I got next year and then we'll just do every other one would be helpful. And I feel it would be in a similar spirit, but a j- very different approach on how they would Christmas is. Then um, that's why I said very kind of similar approach. Okay. Some somebody that like is adored, okay. everybody knows, mm-hmm. and you'd be super stoked for them to show up and be like, "Here's some shit that you're gonna love." Is motherfucking Oprah Winfrey? Oh God, yes, absolutely. And the difference between her and Dolly is how she would deliver presents mm-hmm. because she wouldn't be the like, "Don't come downstairs and see me," or "You don't right. get presents." Mm-hmm. She'd be like, "No, fuck no." She'd go into the room yep. of the kids and be like. Wake up. I want to see some your face. Exciting shit to <laughs> yes. show you. Look under your beds. It's a brand new toy truck. Ah! And the kids would get hyped as shit. They'd be just like screaming and crying. Oh my God. That would be so amazing. <laughs> Especially like Dolly would give you what you need. Oprah would give you what you never knew you needed. Yeah. And now your life is different now. Well, and Dolly would have some like sage advice that she'd throw out, just like two lines of something that you just like run through your head and you're like 30 being like, uh, all it takes is a belief in yourself. And you're like, holy shit, right, Dolly's changed right, my world. Right. And give you like this really thoughtful hug and yeah. then just like disappear and give you like a really cool thing that's insightful and thoughtful. Yeah. And Oprah, she would just be like that, like the drunk girl in the bathroom kind of amount of yep. like energy oh, of just 100%. like, you're the fucking best. Your yeah. family's the best. <laughs> yeah. Everything's awesome. Here's this net rad <laughs> shit. Peace. And right. then just like float out the chimney like backwards, just like looking at you the whole time, throwing peace signs Exactly. Out. Where she'd show up and she'd be like, you get a sweater. And you're like, oh, wow, thank you. And then she's like, ha it's made out of diamonds. <laughs> and you're like, Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> and so then you know who's been good and who's been bad because they're walking down the street in their fucking diamond sweater. And right. you're like, you got a visit from Oprah, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> but I think you're right. I really actually like your idea about switching back and forth. Because like I said, they're giving out two different types of presents. Sure. So it'll be good to like balance it out. Plus, yes, Dolly's back hurts, I'm sure, from carrying the gift of songwriting on her shoulders all these years sure <laughs> and also, <laughs> that's what it is <laughs> that's i mean that is true though she is uh, yeah anyways i'm gonna go on about dolly i do I like the stop. name of this episode possibly being dolly parton sore back that's <laughs> yeah i love that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think that that's a perfect strategy i think we would all be so excited and you'd have to be like, oh, shoot, which uh, which Christmas is it this year? Oprah or Dolly? Oh, Dolly. OK, good, because I actually do need a working car. <laughs> right? And Oprah was going to give me like a chinchilla. <laughs> so right? this works better. For and me. Dolly like shows up in like overalls yep. and that like can do like Southern yep. <laughs> spirit and doesn't like get you a new car. No, like you hear clanking around and she's car. in front of your house with the hood up overalls <laughs> covered in grease and be like, I got it running. You're. You do need some new tires, darling. And I, I threw a gift card from AutoZone in the glove box. Hopefully that'll help a little bit. Uh, but I got to run and you got at least a good six months on it before you got to worry about it. So uh, you just hang on because if you can make it that second six months, you got Oprah next year. Right. <laughs> you know? Okay, get in the zone. <laughs> she just click clacks away at her stilettos. You see that there's an AutoZone patch in the back of the overalls. Yeah. Like, is she sponsored now? 
sponsor AutoZone is like, I cannot believe we got Dolly. (laughs) How did we do that? (laughs) And AutoZone's like, it's okay. We couldn't have gotten Oprah. She's sponsored by like Cartier. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's clearly what was going to (laughs) happen. I I think this is perfect. It there's going to be, and the thing is that like Oprah and Dolly, they're just like way too sweet to ever have any kind of weird competition with each oh, other. Yeah, no beef, no beef whatsoever. People will start being like, "Who's better, Oprah or Dolly?" And they'll be the ones coming out like commercials before the holidays, like hugging each other, being like, "Now, now we love each other, and you shall love each other too." And mm-hmm. Oprah will be like, "That's right." And you know what you have is a is a diamond heart under your under your seat. Exactly. Like, how did she sneak in while I was watching this commercial? Exactly. So, and Oprah's like, "Don't say anything about Dolly. I need a break. I'm going off to a desert island with oh shit, what's her like husband that she doesn't definitely does not love." What's his name again? St- St- Stefan or St- it's, um fuck. They're living an incredible life. He lives like in a mansion in her backyard. It's basically like a guest mansion. Yeah, it's incredible. God damn it! Now Stedman. Stedman. There we go. Correct. Stedman. Yes. She's like, I need some time with Stedman, and don't you say anything about Dolly. And Dolly's like, cause I'll know, and it'll just be like such a fucking delightful holiday season. And see. Now everybody who was mad at me at the top of the show, you're eating your words, aren't you? Because you're now wishing that Santa was dead. You're getting letters written to you mm-hmm. thanking you for murdering old Santa. You're welcome. To make room for the the wonder twins of Christmas, mm-hmm. Oprah Winfrey and Dolly Part. Yep. See, the only people that are mad are the Santa fetishists, but that's okay. We're never going to see eye to eye. And then you, we can just branch out from there and just have like the most amazing women in the world kind of like taking over holidays. And then you got Dolly Parton being like, now y'all set it down. It's not Christmas just yet. You got Halloween before that. Isn't that right? Elvira. And then Elvira's like, I was made for this. And she's like, I've got candy and my own titties. Oh my God. Absolutely perfect. Wow. I need that. Who do you think the Thanksgiving um, incredible female icon should be? You need somebody that could, it's got a little bit more of that like, grit you know mm. that can can really handle like getting down and dirty hunting turkey whoa okay but also like cooking over a fire or in in the kitchen like can do it all gotcha and that's tough that is that, tough. that is really tough uh fuck the pioneer woman i knew you were gonna say yeah. that because i almost said the pioneer woman then i forgot you have a weird vendetta against her I'm not a vendetta it's just that it's bullshit why is it bullshit? I want to know. I actually don't know this. No, I feel like this is the time to address no, this it's, problem. It's, I don't have any like fucking like insight here that I'm sharing. It's just that the Pioneer Woman, just like, I don't know, like Rachel Ray or something. There's no, a rest fuck of, Rachel Ray, No, but though. also that's the same. I'm putting in the same boat, except Pioneer Woman, it comes off as this like down home. No, it's just somebody has recipes and like right. quirky things that women uh, that married rich men you mm-hmm. know, can look at me like, oh, isn't that adorable? Right. And that's all it is. Right. It's not actually a pioneer woman. It's just like, this is how you cut down a tree to craft new salt shakers. For your, right. You know, there's nothing. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's any of branding. our, I don't think any of the Food Network women could be the Thanksgiving person. No. Unfortunately. Uh, you could get a little bit like hardcore and Martha Stewart, that bitch. Oh, hell yeah. I Wait, that's, that's it. That's the move. Okay. No. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I, I like our strong women idea, even though I was going to say that Martha and Snoop could do it together, but that's fine. Martha by herself. I feel like she's absorbed a lot of Snoop on her own now. Snoop she's gets good Earth to go. Day. Oh, yeah, he does. Like, yeah. He's the one man that gets a holiday. <laughs> right? <laughs> one man deserves rights. It's <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg shows up, <laughs> like, on Thanksgiving, be like, before you eat Martha's cooking, uh-huh. head out to the shed with your cousin. Yep. Take a walk. <laughs> Oh, my God. Best Thanksgiving ever. See, I'm not a holiday person. Um, I'm not like a big holiday season. I'm kind of a Grinch, if you will. Um, But this would like this is getting me fucking juiced. I want this for myself. I really want I want Christmas Dolly and Christmas Oprah. Santa is played out. Well, Christmas is the biggest holiday, arguably, of the year. Exactly. It's the most time and energy and money that goes into it. Mm -hmm. So you got to kind of double down. Mm -hmm. It took... How many hundreds of years for Santa to get replaced because right. uh, he met someone that didn't want to fuck him. Right. And so he got murdered instead. Exactly. And to replace, you'd need two people mm-hmm. and even people of the level of Dolly and Oprah. Right. To kind of fill those those right. boots. 
Yes. Yeah. Those high heeled boots. Yes. Oprah's though have an insole because sure. she's still trying to be smart and she has some like back issues. Dolly doesn't give a fuck. She's invincible. I feel like she's part robot or something. She's incredible. <laughs> and also while we're here, I am not Jewish, so I obviously can't make any sort of grandiose like sweeping statements, but I'm going to throw um, for our Hanukkah sponsor, I'm going to throw Fran Drescher's hat in the ring. Fran I Drescher. I feel like that would really be an exciting time for all of us. There are so many wonderful Jewish women in the world. Including Fran Drescher. No, but that's the one you settle on as Fran Drescher as the like representative of Hanukkah. I love her. <laughs> and I feel like she would she would just really get the party going all all nights of Hanukkah. She would keep it alive. See, it's it's a tough call mm-hmm. because on one end, there's so many amazing like female Jewish entertainers. Yeah, of that, course. But also, I will just think that just like offhand Sarah Silverman. Right. But also, how much of a representative of Hanukkah would Sarah Silverman want to be? Right. Is exactly. She, is she cool? She's probably cool celebrating, like having some partying going on with Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. But as far as like being the person that's like got a job to do every Hanukkah. Right. Maybe not her bag. Plus, I feel like by at least like day four or something, she'd be like, I am so tired of this. Whereas Fran Drescher, she could have gone for 18 days. Like she's got the (laughs) energy to just go. Okay. All right. She's our energetic Hanukkah queen and I love her. Okay. So we've got Hanukkah. We've got uh, Christmas. We've got Thanksgiving. (laughs) Um, We've got Halloween. Do we have a Kwanzaa? Oh. Hmm. That's a tough one. I mean, but also, don't you want someone that like celebrates Kwanzaa? Because that's where I'm running into things. I have no idea who celebrates Kwanzaa. I don't either. Yeah. Whereas I know that Dolly and Oprah celebrate Christmas and that Fran celebrates Hanukkah. Okay. So we're going to have to do some research and come back on a later episode. Come back with our Kwanzaa queen. I just randomly want to say Regina King, like being like the, the you head. I just of, want her to be in charge of anything. I hope she does celebrate Kwanzaa so that she can just be in charge of it. Like, I hope so too. I love her so that much. That would be amazing. Yes. I would really be happy about that. Yeah. It would make me, I, we should probably do some research into Kwanzaa so we know what our sponsor should be like. Yeah. Big surprise that two extremely white people Spoiler alert, are if you a don't little know bit us, lacking on our knowledge. We're of, a little uh, bit white. Little white. <laughs> Just a little bit white. All right. Well, this has been incredible. So let's move on to the next question. I feel this, you know, there's a lot of Santa centric stuff that's happening here. So there is maybe this is also something that you knew and it, which is why you decided to murder Santa in the first place comes on this next question. That's very true. Yeah. That's very true. And this comes from the absolutely incredible mind of Murphy Lawless friend of everyone in the entire world is obsessed with them. They themselves need to get their own <laughs> holiday. Honestly. Yeah. I would love that. And I'm going to say, okay, here's my suggestion for, okay the Murphy sponsored holiday. I think that Elvira has her hands full with Halloween. Love that. Mm-hmm. Love that for her. Murphy could have devil's night. Devil's okay. night sponsor. Making sure that things are, you know, wild and crazy. Prepped and ready to roll. Prepped and ready to roll. But also, you know, nothing horrific is happening. You know, just kind of like moderating the whole situation that like there's mischief and trouble. It's like fun mischief. Yeah, fun it's, mischief. It's not like scary upsetting with the murders probably murders and setting fires to buildings we can all tell stories about the murders but like maybe no no murders you know and i feel like murphy could easily be like all right everybody no murders like stuff more hijinky stuff yeah hijinks we want hijinks and like sexy stuff you know like sexy devil's night not like murder I am down for a sexy hijinks devil night. Me too. That's great. Okay, so I don't know if Murphy's going to humbly accept this. I'm hoping that everyone we've sponsored so far will accept our roles. So, you know, get back to us, Oprah. Get back to us, Snoop Dogg. Get back to us, Murphy. You're all very, you know, high profile. Just let us know in your own, at your leisure. Sure. (laughs) So anyways, Murphy asked this question. You are sitting on Santa's lap and suddenly he mutates into his true form. What is the worst case holly jolly scenario? A Chris Thingle, if you oh, will. It's ah! so brilliant. I love Chris Thingle. So much. It's I so do. perfect. So much. So my mind with Chris Thingle immediately goes into like Lovecraft country of it being this like unspeakable like thing with Mm -hmm. thousands of eyes and tentacles that comes out of Christopher Kringle. But I feel like that's a little too basic. Right. 
for Kris Kringle. Right. You need something a little bit worse than that. So do you have any thoughts on the matter? Because I'm I'm still working on my Chris Thingle. I feel like the worst case scenario, in my opinion, um, for Santa at this point, because, you know, we all know that the children come and like sit on Santa's lap and that whole thing. And he they like whisper in his ear and stuff like that. So I feel like worst case scenario would be that he is actually a pervert <laughs> or like a pedophile oh, of some sort. Oh, no. That would be the worst. Santa would yeah. be the worst. That's honestly, that was my worst case scenario. That is, I'd rather have like the fucking Lovecraft million eyes than pedophile santa yeah that's really rough but again luckily i murdered him so we don't have to worry about such so things. if like santa is secretly like freddy krueger and like molests and murders children yes then that would be bad that would probably be bad i think yeah. i don't know I, I don't know i feel like that's not really like an edgy opinion to have is that santa no <laughs> molesting and murdering children is bad i feel like that's <laughs> i never claimed to be edgy <laughs> that's a pretty safe cliff to be on right yeah, there I feel, yeah I feel that, that, that way. hill feels pretty sturdy that you're on there i feel confident where i am yeah <laughs> all right so i feel like maybe the worst that santa could morph into that's appropriate thematically with santa mm -hmm. is he moved into like a really talented uh but really scummy used car salesman Oh, no. Where, like, he's convincing you the presents that you're getting are the ones that you really want, even though you've never thought before that you really want a cheese grater. Right. Like, you're, you're like, I'm eight. Right. <laughs> and I'm lactose intolerant. Right. This is not at all what I right. want. <laughs> and salesperson Santa is just like, you haven't seen the features yet. Right. <laughs> there are four different sides of this with four <laughs> different size shredding options. And just really sells the shit out of it. Yes. In a way that is not helpful. It's not stuff that consider it's not Santa considering what you need. Right. And delivering the best options for you. It's more like this is what I have and I'm gonna convince you that this is what you need. Mm. Kind of attitude. So kids are getting lumps of coal and they're like really stoked about it until they get the buyer's remorse later. Right. After Santa's already gone, be like, this is coal this is one piece of coal. I can't even start up the, the barbecue pit. Damn. That is really unfortunate, yeah. but good for him for like evolving all these years to become good at like, you know, grifting basically. Well, it's after everybody's started boycotting Wayfair furniture and that's when right. he just got an influx of in <laughs> the North Pole and it's just all these like hastily thrown together pieces of furniture. <laughs> He's like, fuck, I got to offload this now. It's just like all the, all the themed food items from celebrities that ended up in big lots and yep. they don't even want it anymore. Yep. It's just like the Guy Fieri macaroni and cheese. And it's like the... <laughs> Gotta pick that up soon. The uh, Gummy Bears brand like juice boxes uh, and <laughs> like the 90s cartoon gummy bears. Yeah, like it, it doesn't have an expiration date. It's been on the shelf since the 1990s. It's still fun. And I've got to get to a Marshall's and pick up some of these. Right? <laughs> it's amazing. But yeah, I would love that. I would love in my mind's eye... I'm just watching Santa grift a child into thinking that a shittily put together Wayfair armoire is really the armoire from the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like describing Mr. Tumnus to this poor child. He's like a little kid that's really into the movie Ratatouille and is like, you got to start with a slap chop and just right. enhance him that. <laughs> he's just like, okay, so once you get in the wardrobe, you have to really believe and then you'll see them. Do you think that you could really believe? And the kid's like, yeah. And then they just think that they didn't believe hard enough for their entire lives. And now the kid is scarred. Scarred. Thinking that the only thing standing in the way between them and a magical life full of excitement and adventure yep. is literally just being really shitty at believing. Yep. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, man. Grifter Santa's the worst. He's the worst. He's the fucking worst. Such an asshole. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who put him in charge? I know. It could have been Dolly this whole time. It could have been Dolly, so but instead we've up. got, like, the, you know, CEO's really shitty cousin grifter version of santa and see this is how like mediocre white men continue excelling <laughs> we've got grifter santa when we could have actual earth angel dolly parton angel come to earth to spread joy <laughs> love and understanding to everyone in the world mm -hmm. dolly parton mm -hmm. dolly parton actual living saint yep <laughs> <laughs> and we've got mediocre white guy santa <laughs> We've got mediocre unbuttoned shirt, gold chain wearing oh, shit. 
hairy knuckle ring covered really enjoys Survivor for some reason. Oh no. And talks about it at length. Oh no. Like in a way that doesn't even recognize that you you say I haven't watched it and then they start <laughs> yep. talking about the characters anyway. Like you have any frame of reference that <laughs> the character from season three that came back for like a, a special Survivor like celebrity edition version and just talks about it like you know and you're like I, the whole time I don't know anything about like this doesn't matter to me in the least. And then finally he gets frustrated enough that he's like okay. God, you're such a Kimberly. And you're like, I don't know who that is. Grifter Santa, Jesus. And your fake gold chain is turning your chest green. Oh, and like, I keep looking at just it. Just this weird, vague <laughs> line of green on their chest that's just permanently there from the shoddily put together gold chain that you now have five of. You've gotten one new gold chain every year for the last five years. And for some reason, you thought it was a great idea. Every time, every time you're getting this new gold chain and going, oh, sweet, finally a good gold chain. Nope. You're looking like Mr. T with five gold chains on now. What do you think Santa's gold chain would say? Uh, Would it be like engraved or would it be the, like letters hanging down? The letters. The letters hanging yeah, yeah, down? Yeah, like a big, big, yeah, letters. Jolly. Mm. Or maybe like self-congratulatory, just Kringle. Oh, sure. Kringle on there one. would be yeah, good. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, trying to think. What's like the douchiest Bible verse? Because <laughs> I feel like that is what he would have as a gold chain. There isn't like Jesus broed out. like. <laughs> and then Jesus said, pass me a monster. <laughs> and it was good. <laughs> right? I don't know. I don't know exactly where I was going with that. But I was trying to think if there was one like super self-congratulatory one, that would be Santa's gold chain. The like the buddy Jesus from Dogma exactly. of Christmas yes. kind of vibe exactly. going on where there's Christmas, but it's like douchey Santa right. Christmas kind of thing going. <laughs> yep, exactly. Okay, what would you want your gold Maybe chain to ho, say? ho, ho, bitches. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. But just go straight to the point. Yeah. Absolutely. Where my ho ho hoes. Where at. my ho ho hoes. That's something, always good. Something yeah. that your your Solid. alcoholic uncle like would wear to Christmas dinner. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're grift to Santa in here, so it's just right. like there's no real artistry to their choices. Here. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would you want your gold chain that Grifter Santa brought you every year to say? I think uh, try roasting these chestnuts and then like an arrow pointing down. <laughs> That's what you would want your yeah. gold chain to say. So I could have a reason to like grab my nuts like Beetlejuice does when he says nice fucking model. Wow. Just, like, fully just shake them at people. Perfect. Yeah. Wow, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's my my dream really. Yeah. Have a reason to shake my nuts at people. <laughs> God. So I'm not I a monster. I'm not gonna do you. it without any cue. You right, know, like yeah. I need something to kind of like motivate that action to happen. Right. Yeah. So I feel if I had that chain, I'd be like, ah, ah, <laughs> and I wait for them to read it. And then there we go. The, the nut jiggle. Oh, no. Yeah, ready to go. Oh, God. I You know, I couldn't spend any time with you. Correct. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, so no. you're trying to get that's rid not, of me. No, this. that's not a bonus. I'm saying is that I would be spending so much time jiggling my nuts at people <laughs> yeah. that I wouldn't be a good partner at that point anyway. No, so. and you, I don't think you'd be able to be a father because you would just destroy your balls. <laughs> After so many years of jiggling, you're definitely going to like compromise your sack. Or if there's if a kid is born, it's just dizzy all the time. Mm. Just constantly like you just spun around in circles for five minutes and then stopped. That's the kid at all times. Inner ear issue. Oh, yeah. Just unable to stand <laughs> up for any length of time without holding a wall. Wait, terrible grifter Jesus, his gold chain definitively says, look for a present in my sack. <laughs> yes, definitely. hundred percent. And then he jiggles his balls at people. <laughs> he definitely does. So that's the company that you're keeping. <laughs> he has one uh, like the Santa pants, but it's actually like the underwear where there's like more cloth to like surround the balls and dick like that it's like a separate pouch oh, that yeah, it goes uh -huh, into yeah. so that it's accentuated right that's just his pants are oh, like that no. so there's just like santa pouch just oh, right there now i feel like he's wearing those gray dick sweatpants like just letting his dick oh flop around he's definitely like stained gray costco yeah. sweatpants mm -hmm. with the elastic at the bottom yeah he just does not give a shit at all and we're like you're a little out of the age range for us all wanting to see your dick flop around like more power to you like no body shaming but also like some body shaming 
a little bit. He's got like the Santa suit top, mm-hmm. but it's like unbuttoned and he's got like a dirty Dick's Crab Shack t-shirt no. underneath it or like a 1990s Tasmanian Devil Bugs Bunny B-Boy stance yep. uh, sweatshirt underneath it Yep, because the South Pol- uh, the North Pole is cold. Right. So, yeah. uh, so they got to bundle up. Of course. Yeah. God, I hate Grifter Santa. Grifter Santa's the worst. He's the worst. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, we've decided that Santa's the worst. Santa is the fucking worst, and Christmas would be so much better off without him. I mean, apparently. So. Yeah, that's what we found. Okay. Yeah. So Santa's either a pedophile and or a grifter. Right. And uh, he's better off dead, which thank you for that. And Dolly Parton and Oprah Winfrey will save Christmas. I think they really will. Yeah. Honestly. I think they would even change the Grinch over. Wow. I do. I believe it. You're like, look under your chair. It's a heart that's three sizes bigger. <laughs> wow. And it fits. It fits in your chest. Aw, that'd be amazing. I was like, that is so sweet. <laughs> I would love to see it, honestly. Grinch looks like he probably plays banjo. He would end up just doing a duet with Dolly after all said and done on like the end of Christmas. And... I need to know what the logic is behind the Grinch looks like he plays banjo. There's no reasoning behind that except he just looks like a dude that knows how to play a little like do a little finger picking. That's all wow. I'm saying. Wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I never thought of it, but I I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's that is not me talking shit either. Like banjo playing is actually requires a decent amount of talent. Oh, that definitely. wasn't like a probably a guy that plays the banjo. Not, yeah, that no. isn't like a shit on thing. That was just I don't know. I think I've always just assumed that the Grinch plays banjo. Huh. That's wow. weird. That's a weird thing to realize about yourself. <laughs> it's unique for sure. Okay, yeah. But all right. I'm not mad at it per se no and it's not meant to be like a like a a diss no no not a diss i just i mean i can i can see it i just have questions you know and (laughs) And i don't think the questions have answers a cartoon character so of course he like picks to a point where there's like smoke coming Mm -hmm. off of his fingers as he's playing and yep yeah Mm -hmm. so okay good for banjo banjo grinch yep that's great maybe nobody's ever complimented his banjo playing and that's why he's so bitter he's like i've worked so hard at being the best banjo player i can be and no one even appreciates it and he's asked for like a better banjo for years but fucking grifter santa right just keeps like ignoring his pleas Uh and being like here's a ukulele and he's like yeah this has plastic this is plastic this is like a toy store ukulele (laughs) this is bullshit grifter santa's already like on the way out the door drinking straight out of the bottle right just the jack daniels eggnog yep throwing it back lukewarm grinch just looks over at a picture of him and steve martin when they were on tour back in the college days playing banjo together oh yeah well i'd be bitter too if i lost my connects to steve martin no shit that's someone i'd like to keep around for sure definitely Mm -hmm. yeah so we have one more question we do yes yeah and i believe i'm the one asking this question yeah okay because i think you got the the last one i did yeah Mm -hmm. so um i'm gonna paraphrase because you do not have the card so nice. Uh, our friend Katie from Necropolis.com, the podcast and microblog site for all mm-hmm. your all things horror. Um, we adore her. Oh, and... my God. Absolute earth angel akin to Dolly Parton. Wow, herself. that is high praise. It is. But I can't say that I disagree. And I'm pretty sure Katie is a big Dolly fan. So if she hears this, she'll probably be pretty psyched about Excellent. it. <laughs> the, the best gift that she could have given us is her friendship. Oh, truly. But did one better and stopped by today with some little bottles of booze and a nice little card and some other things, mm-hmm. some nice things. Little treats. And the question at hand is relating to the recent election and also the holidays as well. Yes, exactly. Is wondering who Santa would have voted for in this election, whether it be Trump or Biden or a dark horse candidate, some sort of third party Mm -hmm. candidate. uh, Do we think that Santa would have uh, voted for? Well, okay. I'm going to answer for traditional Santa, not grifter Santa. Okay. Um, Grifter Santa voted for Donald Trump 100%. Definitely 100%. 100 million percent. And he's still complaining about all the missing votes in Arizona. Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And he's like constantly bitching about stuff that is a Trump policy, but he doesn't think it is. He just thinks that it's like bad luck or whatever, but it's absolutely been put in place by Donald Trump himself. He's pissed because he like gave a bunch of New Jersey people bump stocks. Mm -hmm. And then he thinks that it was the Democrats that took that away (laughs) when it was actually Donald Trump. 
Yep. Yeah. He's one of the ones saying that, you know, people need to read the impeachment articles to see why Donald Trump didn't deserve it, but has not himself read, read them. Yep. Exactly. Okay. So that's a grifter Santa. Regular Santa, as actually already previously mentioned on this episode, is definitely a socialist. Yeah, right. So he wrote in Bernie. <laughs> he wrote in Bernie? Yeah. He wrote in Bernie slash AOC, actually. Wow. Yeah. Because he wanted them to like be a, a duo. Um. So it was pretty disappointing, actually, that we ended up with like a centrist candidate like Joe Biden. But, you know, he so he wrote it in. He kind of felt like he the North Pole is usually blue. <laughs> get it? Because it's so cold. Yeah, I, mean, God, I, I get myself. it. But also, um, additionally, it does make sense that Santa would be really concerned about global warming living true. in the Arctic Circle that itself is just ice. It's right. not actually it a landmass. Yeah. So as the ice gets thinner, so comes closer to the opportunity for his home yeah. to sink into the freezing cold ocean. And the factory with all of our toys. Yeah. Oh, what a nightmare. So for the sake of Christmas itself, Santa would be really pushing progressive environmental policies, mm-hmm. the Green New Deal, as exactly. it were. Exactly. Yeah. He so. accidentally, he read that book, The Uninhabitable Earth, <laughs> and now he's like completely changed and like he stopped drinking almond milk because it's not that good for the environment and yeah he not only helped al gore create the internet mm-hmm. but he then also was the director of photography on an inconvenient truth wow yeah little known fact actually i did not know that he went by christopher christopher kringel <laughs> oh. uh, in the uh in the credits with the accent over with the, the accent oh. just to kind of you know Played a little bit chill. Yeah, mm. I had no idea. I feel like I really should have seen right through. He that. didn't want to detract from the focus of, yeah, the, of, of course, the film. Of so. course, he's not like a showboat, except <laughs> right? for the one night a year where he's the biggest showboat of all time. Not for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what I think. So yeah, he was going either was really pushing for a Green Party candidate mm-hmm. or uh, or yeah, a more socialist leaning, yep, uh, environmentally sensitive candidate exactly as a write-in okay exactly. i can see that for santa he's, he's fine with the way that the election turned out because he's like not a trump guy um but you know he's just has a few qualms um with the way that things are going and he hopes that somehow this will like lead us into a more socialist direction in the future he's like keeping an eye on aoc and bernie because bernie is fucking ancient i mean santa's not like hardline he's not out there like ho 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 eat the rich you know he's not he's not going full gritty style with it but. i don't know i feel like he might be actually he's the giving dude that toys gives to out everyone expensive, that's good expensive toys to everyone is anti-capitalism and because anti-consumerism it's, well it's based on how good they are as a person not how much money they make i would say at very best um I wouldn't say full communist for Santa, maybe an anarcho-capitalist. Mm, okay. But, uh, so maybe a little eat the rich, but more- A little. Yeah. But little. not But not full on gritty No, no, levels. not gritty. No, no. no. But he okay. secretly kind of likes gritty. No, like he's into the gritty thing, yeah. but it's more that like, as a little much for me, but like, I like where your head's at. Exactly. Attitude. Where your terrifying orange head is at. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I- think that's a great note to end on gritty is so. always the perfect note to end I on i also agree with that yes that terrifying orange yes. monstrosity so i hope this episode just like really got you in the holiday spirit it's been extremely festive very festive and we learned yeah. some really important information about santa mm-hmm. and our future Christmas overlords, Oprah Winfrey and Dolly Parton. I'm just saying we have options and it's about time we explore them because we've had this whole Santa thing. It's tired, right? Like, yeah, let's go into the future. You know, we have a female vice president now. We could also have, you know, a female Santa. This was the meme. This is the future that liberals want. Exactly. Oh, it really. (laughs) I would say that this is the future that liberals want and they're into it. If you are a fan of the show and you're looking for some nice little presents, you can buy our merch. Um, it is available on our Tee Public page, guipodcast.com slash store. And the proceeds are still being donated to the Holly Fund, which is helping out Richmond restaurants during the pandemic. Um, also, they are still doing the deal where if you buy a mask with one of our uh, logos on it or any other mask from Tee Public, they are also donating um, actual PPE masks to a hospital worker in need. 
There's a whole bunch of other shows on this network that are probably also doing some fun episodes, especially this time of the year. I know that Mouse Madness just dropped a Krampus episode about yes. the, the Krampus movie. Which Do you is... think they talked about um, his dick game? Probably not as much as they should have. They really should have. But that's why you've got to follow up this episode with Krampus. You get your yeah. dick talk here. Your dick talk. You can always get your dick talk here. That's a new podcast coming with the two of us. On, dick talk? Coming in 2021. <laughs> is, uh, this is Amy Bogart and Mike Bickett, Dick Talk. I would absolutely love to have Dick Talk. I just want to talk about how we think everyone's dick game is. Everyone's. <laughs> we can start like back in history and just work our way and forward. And don't explain anything where you're like Benjamin Franklin. I'm like, mm, nah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like Robert Redford. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Both of those are correct, by the way. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. <laughs> See, it's a great podcast. Ben Franklin has that same awkward, weird kink energy that Santa Claus has. Oh, like, my God. Ben Franklin's a panty sniffer for sure. 100%. 100%. And also, each episode of Dick Game is like 10 seconds long because it's just one person. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just us being like, um, HP Lovecraft. Mm, no. And I'm like, no? No. Huh. No. No. The end. Thank you. That's, bye. There's your micro <laughs> episode of, uh, of Dick Talk. Yep. Dick Talk. Dick Talk <laughs> has a really good ring to it. Well, actually. that's like if Pornhub bought TikTok. Oh, Dick Talk. It'd be called Dick Talk. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> Please listen to some of the other shows because they're better than this one. <laughs> you can follow them at GYPodcast.com. And finally, Jason Farnham did our theme music it's called payday he probably had no idea that it was going to be on something like this he wishes that it was on tiktok and consequently also on a rug Ruggable. advertisement so it was, that was after our podcast that so was. they ripped us off and yep. they were expecting royalties for jason for a song and that us. we don't have any rights nope, to whatsoever not cool. at all <laughs> for another just wonderful episode of deeply upsetting i'm amy bogart and i'm michael hobbit bye GUIPodcast.com In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like a John Waters He-Man movie, Fantastic Four the Musical, and aliens done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey guys, Scotty Big Daddy Preston here. That's right, the Geek Father, asking you to join me here every other week with friends and family of the GUI Network as we go through all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So remember, join us or cry. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. 